You're listening to Costly Capital, a podcast produced for Cohn Resnick about the challenges and opportunities that market economics and high interest rates create for the real estate industry. 80% of all of the U.S. dollars in circulation were printed since 2020. The extraordinary measures that the U.S. government took to keep the economy afloat during the pandemic led to this almost unbelievable increase in money supply. The stimulus bills did seem to keep the economy growing as we all sheltered at home, but they still had a negative economic impact. In 2022, inflation reached a 40-year high, topping off at a yearly rate of 9.1%. To try and tame this out-of-control escalation of prices, the Federal Reserve turned to their well-proven technique to slow an overheating economy, increasing interest rates. The Fed increased rates faster than any time in their history. One of the industries most affected by this spike in the cost of capital is real estate. So how do these elevated rates affect the property industry? I talked to someone who has spent his entire career watching for trends emerging in real estate. My name is Ron Kaplan. I'm a partner at Cone Resnick out of our New York City office. I'm a tax partner and I head up our firm's commercial real estate practice. The old saying goes, a rising tide lifts all boats. That seems to have been the case for the property industry for over the last decade and a half. But now the era of cheap money is over. This new paradigm might be better explained by a quote from Warren Buffett. Only when the tide goes out do you discover who's been swimming naked. The difficulties our clients are having refinancing their loans are really those those clients that certainly have a higher leverage percentage compared to their value of the property particularly those, let's say, that bought properties in the last, let's call it three to five years when they perhaps used fairly high leverage, they got in at a low rate, and now they're dealing with higher operating costs. And now with high interest rates, the banks are going to look to them and say, listen, you don't have the uh, room that you had when you first bought the property, and you're either going to have to um, put in more equity or come up with some some other strategy in order to refinance this. Obviously, things are not the same for every building. The higher rates cut more for properties that are experiencing high vacancy, putting office buildings at the most risk. Biggest struggle out there right now is clearly office. You have values of a lot of office buildings going down. Owners don't typically want to put more money in. If you have a office loan coming due that has significant leverage, you're going to have a really hard time replacing that with the same type of loan and the same dollar amount. You know, in the past, a lot of office owners would would do refinance cash outs. I, I think that that's something that you're just not going to see right now. As much as certain property types have been able to weather the storm of high rates, they too are starting to see the clouds form. The asset classes that seem to still be performing well are certainly industrial and multifamily. That being said, if you did buy a multifamily property with fairly high leverage three to five years ago, when you go out to back to refinance it, it, it may, you know, you still might be in a little bit of trouble. When loans were cheap and property prices continued to climb, conservative portfolios with low leverage underperformed. The companies that didn't chase higher returns by maxing out their loans are now seeing the benefit of their discipline. We have a number of clients that don't have high leverage. A lot of them tend to be families, family offices, more closely held. If you don't need to um, put debt on the property and you're a cash buyer, I think it puts you in a better position in the marketplace. If you need a significant amount of leverage, 
it's harder to close. You, you, you need to have some added creativity. Uh, maybe you're bringing in a mez lender, or you're doing something a little different, and it's not so straight. I think if you have a family office that wants to have fairly low leverage, I th they're gonna they they're going to have a stronger position in the market when they go to buy something. No one likes to be the bearer of bad news, but that's exactly what portfolio and asset managers have been forced to do. It can be tempting to sugarcoat a bad situation when reporting to investors, but Ron suggests a more honest, direct approach. As owners communicate with their investors, I think the smartest thing they can do is, is to ramp up the communication. It may not all be great news, but investors want to hear from you. They want to know, you know, what are you doing at the property? When is our mortgage coming due? What plans do we have in place? Who, you know, who, are we speaking to different lenders? Are we starting the process a little earlier than we typically would? High interest rates slow down the economy, but so too does high inflation. The difference is that high rates have a much more direct impact on the real estate industry. Higher rates are guaranteed to wreak havoc on certain properties, but the hope is that the industry will adapt and evolve. And of course, not cause a financial crash, anything like we saw in 2008. Thanks for listening to this podcast. To sign up for more insights from Cohen Resnick, visit their website, cohenresnick.com forward slash subscription. That's C-O-H-N-R-O-Z-N-I-C-K dot com forward slash subscription.